everyone. I am so excited for this week's Pretty Good Coffee. I have a special guest with me who I can't wait to introduce. So you can see her smiling face. Yay. But you already know what I'm going to say first. Get your coffee or your tea or your Red Bull or your water. Exactly. <laughs> get it. Get your word. And let's get ready for Pretty Good Coffee. So I am so excited, like I said, to welcome my girl, Lindria. Am I saying that correct? You are. You are. Yes. I'm so excited to welcome her here. She is joining us for a pretty good coffee. And I'm going to give her an opportunity um, to introduce herself. And if you're trying to figure out where you can place her face from, it's from the flyers for the Hey Pretty Day date that is coming on May 21st. So Lindria, say hi to the girls. Hello, hello, ladies. Lindria Wynn here. Um, thank you, first of all, Petra, for even thinking of me. Um, little old me um, originates from Gainesville, Florida, so born and raised. Believe it or not, Petra doesn't know, but I have been following Petra since I was a little, little girl. Wow. <laughs> because I'm a by faith baby. Ah! So from way back, way back, way back. But yes, I am so Super, super, super excited to be wow. here. A little bit about me. I'm a wife, a mom of two beautiful little boys, and they are all boys. So yeah, boy mom. <laughs> um, I'm in corporate America. Um, I operate as a director, but on the side, do a whole lot of purpose things like I'm an author, life coach, um, recently dropped a podcast as well. Um, so that will be coming out soon as well. So just a whole lot of things that I do um, just to promote my faith and help women along in their journey. Um, I also house a 501c3 that just empowers women. So I'm super, super, super excited to be here. Ah, I am so excited that you're here. It's amazing. What a small world this is. The fact that we're both by faith babies um, and didn't even realize that. So that is incredible. Yes. Um, so this is going to be even more fun. I did realize that I forgot to tell the girls what I'm drinking. So y'all, I just finished up my holiday blend bag from Joe's coffee, Joe knows coffee. You guys know that's my favorite everyday brand. And, um, I have the silk oat milk creamer and I think this is the oat milk cookie one. So that's what I'm drinking today. So Lindra, what are you drinking? I am actually drinking tea. So I was telling, <laughs> I was telling Petra that coffee is like an emergency for me. If sleep didn't happen the night before, then I'm going to have to go and get some coffee. But other than that, I try to, you know, green tea, things like that. So tea it is. I'm comfortable with that. We, we do all the caffeine <laughs> over here. The girls already know. So now that you guys know what we're drinking with pretty good coffee, pretty tea, um, we are going to jump into the word. And today, Lindry and I are going to talk about 2 Corinthians 1, verses 3 and 4. I'm going to read the CSB version, and then I'm going to give um, Lindry an opportunity to read her preferred version of 2 Corinthians 1, verse 3 and 4. And the CSB version says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. He comforts us in all our affliction so that way we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Mm -hmm. It gives me chills. I know. I feel all warm and cozy. <laughs> 
that's me. Tell, I want you to read your version. Which version are you going to do? So I'm actually reading from the NLT version, the New okay. Living Translation. And it says, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. Mm. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. Ooh, I love that. Every version gets better and better mm-hmm. and better, but it all boils down to the way God loves us so that yes. we can adequately love others. I love that. So I want you to share what you believe God is downloading to you as you read that verse. So what's funny is I'm so happy that you started with a different version because for me, I always, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of the Bible app because quick scroll and you can get to as many versions as possible. So when you asked me to jump into this first, it was so surprising because as, as a, as a church girl, you know, you, yeah. you've heard verses read and things of that nature, oh, yeah. but some, for some reason, this verse is underrated. Like we all know the Jeremiah 29, 11s. We, we know some popular verses, but this, yes. this yeah. verse this is a necessary verse that I think is just under read, under taught, under taught and under dived into. So yes. for me, my, my thing was the fact that comfort is used over and over again. That's every it. version that I read, because, you know, when you dive into other versions, you can always see, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes the words are interchangeable. Yes. But comfort was a constant. There was no variation. And for me, when I really started to dive into what the word comfort means for me, it's like mm-hmm. security, it's stability, oh. it's, it's support, it's a, it's a safe haven. When I think of comfort, um, now that I'm a mommy, um, I think of what we offer to our children. Oh. Like when they come to us and they're afraid mm-hmm. or they are, they're nervous or they're excited <laughs> or they are just, they just need us. They, they, they don't have to have a reason. Mm-hmm. They just need us. And I know for me, my support to them looks different in every situation. When they're scared, when they're yeah. when they're nervous, when they're excited, when they just want me to be there. I've been privileged to go on field trips with my son now. And I know that while you wouldn't think of the word comfort, it's like he just wants you to be there, but that's comfort for but him. But that's comfort. That's it's it. Familiarity. Uh-huh. And those, when I dove into that, and, and when it says this, this part just really got to me. It says, yeah. he comforts us in all our troubles so that mm-hmm. we can comfort others. That's it. So what I just mentioned about just the different, the different forms of comfort, we don't have to show up for others in just one way. Mm. Show up in multiple ways. Multiple ways. ways. Sometimes you don't have to say anything to comfort someone. That's just presenting your face at an event, liking a post, sharing a post, sharing your truth so that they can feel comfort in knowing that they're not alone. They're not the only one that's dealing with this particular thing. So when I thought about it, it's like, God, you are just so good because the same way that you are always there, no matter what it is that we need, whether it's just familiarity, whether it's comfort, whether it's a covering, we have all, we can always look back to any situation where God has been there. He's never abandoned us. So because we have that, that level of 
just relationship with him, we get to then emulate the relationship and the comfort and the support and the, the hand-holding, anything that we, we anything. need to, we can give that to his people and his children. So that's, that's what I got from it. That's what I got from it. I love that. I love that you're able to apply it to our everyday, right? Like this isn't just some lofty speech. This is right now, right where I'm at as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, you know, as a daughter, as a sister, like all of these ways I can apply this to my life. And again, it's even though a lot of the versions, like you said, a lot of the words are interchangeable. This word has not changed. No, this word has not changed. And I love it because to me, it exemplifies the characteristics of God and that he does not change. Never doesn't change. And so just as in this particular space, this word is not changing, even with the different versions, it's like he's reiterating, I am comfort. Mm, That's so good. I am. And that for me, as we were talking, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it for me. Like, I am this. I am unchanging. I will be this for you. And even when you were pulling out the part, because again, that's also part of my one of my favorite parts of this, he comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort we ourselves receive. And I thought about it in terms of teaching us empathy Mm. and that everything that every interaction that we have with God, I believe that we're supposed to have a, something that we've learned from him, right? We, right. We, we think about receiving from him like blessings and things like that, but what are you learning? What are you applying to your everyday life that helps you to maintain what you've received, right? And so when I, re- when I read it, I said, he's teaching us empathy. There are things that we've gone through and things that are crazy, but because we've experienced them, we're able to better empathize with others and comfort them just like we needed to be comforted in a season. Exactly. Right? Because he's loved on us. He's been there for us. Like you said, he's never forsaken us. He's always available to us, but not everybody knows that. Yeah. And so because we have tapped into that and because we have been in those quiet seasons, those dark seasons, those hard seasons, we're better able to communicate, engage, and love on other people to show them, going back to what I said before, to show them that he is unchanging, that he is the ultimate comfort. Mm, that's so good. Like I, That's the goal, I, right? Girl. <laughs> that's the goal because we are to be his, his workers, we are to be the, the face of God to, to the unchurched. I mean, we, we have the privilege of knowing God from birth. Typically, right. we, yes. we're, we're, we're the privileged ones. Yeah. But there are some that don't know of him. And it, it just, it baffles me. It, it, it burdens my heart to think that there are some that don't even know who they have access to. They've never been introduced to that one. That one. That they could be comforted in any moment, in any situation. Mm-hmm. And I think we carry that burden as those that know him. Yes. We are yes. the burden bearers to go and be that light and be mm-hmm. that comfort to those that, that don't know him. I I love I love that you're using the word privilege. You use the word privilege that we have had access to this knowledge from essentially day one. <laughs> I love that you said that we have the burden or the responsibility 
to share that with others, yeah. right? Because we are light carriers. We're the salt of the earth. So yeah. that is a part of our responsibility as being his children. And then also just to introduce, just to introduce him. Like, yeah. and that's in our everyday life. Not I'm beating a Bible or preaching to you or telling you that you're going to hell or anything like that, but showing them the love of Christ by what it says, giving them the comfort we ourselves receive from God. He's equipped us already to do what he's calling us to. He's already given it because he shows it to us over and over again. Like, yes, we're aware of our relationship with God, but more so than just our relationship or our knowledge of him, the reality that he has sat with us day in, day out and provided us with this comfort in seasons that people didn't understand or didn't know about just so we could then take that seed and go plant it elsewhere. Yeah. I love that. I, God is so intentional. He, He is. He is, he, he makes, nothing is by happenstance with him. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm sitting here, re- like, like, you planned a whole lot of stuff, God. <laughs> you thought of us from the very beginning and, and gave us the privilege and the responsibility to think about others. Yep. That's, that's big, that it's never just about us when we're in these seasons of feeling hopeless, feeling lost, feeling like we're in affliction. The yeah. reality that it's just for a season, but there is greater after this. Like, and we hear that yeah. all the time. Like that's preached. Oh, there's greater coming. There's greater coming. But the greater is actually the way that you're loving other people, the way that you're directing people back to God, yes. the way that you're effectuating his glory in the earth, the way that you're realizing that it was never about you in the first place, the way that you're saying that affliction is for his good. Like, what? Yes. That's the greater. Uh, girl. <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, when he sent me to school, I said, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, God. Let me run this back. Because I don't think I've ever sat with this scripture. No. I I will be very, very, very honest. I have <laughs> never sat with the scripture until he sent it to me. And I was like, yeah, I ain't never. I... Okay, God. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Like, th- Okay. Verse six says, if we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings that we suffer. Everything Mm. that we're going through, he's going through with this. Yeah. Everything that we're feeling, everything that we're worried about, he's aware of it. God is so faithful. He is. He is and it what you just said made I'm now reminded because knowing where I've come from mm-hmm. knowing the family that I was birthed into um he knew me before that that ever took place before I was ever planted in my mother's womb mm-hmm. he knew the, the the level of privilege that we would be born into and some people you know especially black um, African Americans they would say oh well we, we were dealt the short end of the sick. No, no, no. He knew exactly what we would face. He knew that we were literally going to be built yes. for this, yes. created 
for this. And that's why when we think about, you know, when we're fellowshipping with other believers and, you know, we feel like people are doing something similar to us, it's, yeah. it's so easy for me to say no, because whoever God has destined you to touch, that, that's not my <laughs> responsibility. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's yours. Uh-uh. Just like mine belongs to me. That. And it, it baffles me when I think about just how much competition is in this in in this space and mm. in that moment when I read this scripture I believe it or not I started to think about those that see wow. themselves in competition with others and wow. all I could think of is I want to comfort them mm. because there is a piece of I can remember at a time where there was a, a level of a doubt and I just didn't feel adequate I can be honest about that. There, there's a feeling of inadequacy. And because of that, you, you, you kind of just blow with the wind. You try to fit into places that you were never intended to be. And in those moments, what I needed most was affirmation and the affirmation of God, which is another word for comfort. Which is another word for comfort. <laughs> it was like, Lord, have mercy it didn't matter it's just another way that we were missing comfort we were missing comfort wow I'm like man wow wow but how amazing is it that you've gotten to this place of full transparency to be able to yeah. say like I doubted some things. I was concerned about some things. Mm-hmm. I was blowing with the wind, trying to find a place to be rooted. And if I had just had someone to comfort me in my season of doubt, yeah, it would have been different. Yeah. Right. And that's literally what this is. Cause that's an affliction. Doubt is affliction. Completely. Thousand percent. Doubt, like when I read this, that's, that's, that's an affliction. Put your word, <laughs> Put, place your word in there. <laughs> right. And that, exactly. And that's what I would love for the girls to get. Cause like, what is it that we would replace affliction with? It doesn't have to make sense to someone else because mm-hmm. for me, I may not have thought about the idea of competition, but the minute you broke that down, I was like, yes, you're right. She's absolutely thousand percent right. And I think a lot of us, especially in today's age, especially mm-hmm. when so many of us are doing similar things, yeah, it's hard. It's mm-hmm. really hard because you see somebody else's numbers tick up. You see somebody else being able to do X, Y, Z. It, yeah. it does. It gets hard. And if there is not the people like you who are willing to be transparent and offer the comfort that you finally received and welcomed mm-hmm. from Christ, right? Yeah. For those of us who are still struggling with that, yeah, how many of us are going to keep blowing with the wind? Ooh. How many? How many? You know what I mean? Like if you really, yeah. and, and it's again, like you said, you can replace affliction with a bunch of different things, competition, yeah. fear, um, your insecurities, um, your past abuse, different yeah. traumas, um, financial concerns like you can replace it with I mean, whatever with whatever i got a laundry list hello i got, I got a laundry list 
up. I got two. I got three kids. I got two of those lists. <laughs> you know, like I'm just, I'm just saying, okay. Like, but it's it's so good to be able to read this that he's a he's comforting us and that he is also equipping us. So there is this reality that he has no intentions of us being in this place for forever. He doesn't equip mm-hmm. you if he doesn't plan for you to come out. Exactly. He's not comforting you for you to stay in that space, right? Mm-hmm. And so for those who are listening in on our conversation right now, and you may be in that dark season and feeling these yeah. types of affliction, like, where is my comfort coming from? One, it's starting right now. Go to this the scripture, right? Second mm-hmm. Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. Like go there, right. start there. But also realize that God is intentional and God is in the details. And so he has already seen this part of the plan, but he's more focused on what's coming afterwards. Yeah. And so if you think about it like that, like, yes, this is hard and this is difficult and I don't know what to do, ask and pray about what am I to do in this season as you're preparing me for the next one? Yeah. How is this comfort supposed to be used? Because you're, you're equipping me for something. So what does that look for like? Sure. For sure. Because I know if I'm always focusing on the things that are bringing me down or that I find um, to be overwhelming, I start to drown. I have to think about the shore. For sure. I have to think about the water. Mm-hmm. That's how, at least for me. At least for me. That's that's kind of a thing. So do you think, do you think that when God is in the, when we're always looking for the, the next, the healing, the, the getting past this point, mm-hmm. do you think that sometimes we stay in that place of, brokenness longer because God already knows that when he when he offers and he gives the healing Mm -hmm. we're not going to do anything with it we're not going to be honest and transparent enough to go and free somebody else to give them the healing because I can tell you some spaces that I have been sitting in for way longer than probably Christ intended me to, but it's, I'll be honest and say it's, it's been pride for me. It's been the pride for me. So in those times where he wants nothing more than to heal you from this thing, whatever the thing, whatever the thing is, whatever the thing is, he wants to heal you from it. But He chooses not to. He allows you to hurt a little bit longer than what he would have initially intended you to because you haven't been healed from the other thing of pride to go out and free others from the things that they're also dealing with. Because we just said God's intentional. God's intentional. God's intentional. That healing isn't for you to just sit and bask in it. Like, oh, thank you, Lord. I got through that one. No. It's for his glory. It's for his glory. Wow. And I'm in a season right now where I'm learning quick obedience. Ooh, don't start with me on obedience. Listen, listen. Uh (laughs) I'm learning quick obedience because I have sat in a room some days and been like, Lord, why am I still still here? Listen, Lord. Now, you could have done that a little different. Because me and God, we talked, Lord, now, okay. Same. Now, I get it. Same. What is it? What, what do you want me to see? 
okay? And then those moments where I get quiet, he's like, you remember when I told you X, Y, Z? I'm like, yeah. And it dawns on me in that very, I'm like, Lord, I done done it again. I said, Lord, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. You have my yes. And then when the yes feels like it's outside of your comfort or it exposes you in a way that you are not ready for, my yes turns to a maybe or in a little bit, God. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm being, I'm being honest. Yeah. That is huge. What you have just talked about is stewardship. Are you going to steward the gift well? Mm. That's what you're talking about. And you're talking about the act of obedience, not the word obedience, the act of obedience. And it's so crazy that that's where God is leading you because he, and I've talked about this in my series, like submission and obedience has been big for me like this and coming into this year and even through today like every day you're gonna be obedient or no you're gonna (laughs) be obedient or no like girl like hello somebody but I said that it's about the stewardship because we talk about you know oh god I'm ready for this I'm ready for this he's like not really because I can see that your heart hasn't really been changed. You're not fully mm-hmm. turned towards me. And the end of this scripture literally says, through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. There's a comma there that means it's attached to it. So mm-hmm. you getting the comfort is so that you can comfort others. So if you're not willing to do that, if you're not willing to be transparent, if you're not willing to help other people, if you're not willing to show up, for other people then guess what you're not ready to steward the gift my lord that's crazy to me like and and i mean god is like wow i really feel god like sitting here like just like this is a thing this is a thing like yes i'm with you through all things yes i am intentional i have a plan for you yes i am equipping you but the reality is i'm also calling you to be a good steward of the gift and the plan I'm calling you to that. And if you cannot be obedient to steward the gift and the plan, well, you will sit. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Um, Unnecessarily. Because um, it's, it's interesting because you said one thing. You were saying, you know, that God may prolong it. And I've learned, and this is just for me. So I'm going to tell you what I, in full transparency, Cause I used to, I used to talk about, you know, you're letting this happen to me. And I know I wasn't behaving, but you could handle this. You could absolutely handle this. And you know what he told me? He said, I could have, but it was you. I didn't mm. do anything. I didn't do anything. I had already made the plan. I've already made the way out. I've already opened the door. It is you who is staying there because you are choosing it. If you had mm. been obedient and done what I said, when I said to do it, we wouldn't be here. That's Listen. you. Because I was absolutely telling God, you're prolonging in the start. You got to handle this. It's fine. I understand, but you know my heart. You know how we all like to say that God knows my heart. God knows my heart. And he does. Girl, when I tell you God convicted me about that thing, he's like, I absolutely do. I absolutely do. And you keep blaming me for X, Y, and Z and not taking care. He said, but I already did. It was you who was doing this. And you 
were like this with me. That's, they don't want to hear that. They don't. <laughs> well, let me get my little coffee. Well, and, and there we are. And, there and, we and are. here we are. <laughs> here we are. And here we are. Girl. <laughs> oh my God. This, but this is why I love Ooh. these moments. Like, and why I believe that God has directed me to do this. I really, really do. Because we'll start with one thing. And if you will listen to God, like y'all, I really hope <laughs> that y'all will take this in. Because I don't believe that God is leading us down this path just for our own health. I think it's for everybody who's listening. I think it's for everybody who's listening. Because there's more to the scripture than what's just on the surface, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're more than just our skin. Yeah. We're three parts. And so he has to speak to all of it. And I'm, I feel convicted. (laughs) It's heavy, right? It's heavy. Girl. It is so heavy. It's good though. But it's necessary. I was just, it's so necessary. It's because if you ever get to a place where you think you have arrived and you know the answers, you listen, you you so far left. <laughs> you have been left. And he constantly he continues to fine-tune and push and nudge and, and poke and expose. Uh. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. But that's a part of the perfecting process. Yeah, for sure. That's that's a for part sure. of it. That that's a part of it. He's faithful to complete the work in us that he's begun, right? Yeah. It's continuous. It's continuous. For sure. He's con- going to constantly, like you said, push us. He's going to constantly tweak and whittle away certain things, prune certain areas. He's going to constantly convict us. He's going to constantly show us why we've been called for certain things, Mm -hmm. right? Because half the time, the stuff that he tells me, that's it. That does not make any sense. (laughs) What are you thinking? What are you thinking? And he'd be like, girl, don't worry about that. Exactly. Just do what I told you. Exactly. Exactly. But it's, it's real. And it's, it's funny because I, I laugh about it, but I legit, even, even when I'm talking about the things that, that I'm doing even right now, I have absolutely no idea. And there are days that I will, I'll go back to what you said. I doubt. And I'm like, God, what, what are we doing? What, yeah. what is this? I, I know you told me something, but this isn't coming the way I thought it was going to come or it's, yeah. it's not unfolding the way that I thought it would. Right. And the way that he'll sit with me in those moments, I'm reminded of that right now. I'm reminded of that because it's not just that he's comforting me to make me feel good. He's comforting me to get up. Mm. There is more for you. you, And I think that, and, and that just hit like, girl, when I tell you, I feel, and I, wow. Like I'm really, I'm, I feel convicted. Like right now he's like, you're talking about comfort and people are thinking, oh, it's to make you feel good. No, it's to make you get Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. It's to make you get up. There's more for you to do. And if you'll take this comfort and use it as fuel to keep moving, then you will get into the position and alignment for the people that are purpose for you. Yeah. But if you're going to sit over here 
and worry and stay and wallow and not address the issues for what they actually are, they'll get therapy. Okay. Get therapy. Do it. It'll be a problem. For real. Like I'm, 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 that's not me being funny. y'all. I'm serious. Yeah. Address the issues so that you can get up. That's a part of the comfort. God has equipped people with knowledge and degrees to help us in certain areas. Exactly. And the fact of the matter is when you're up, it doesn't mean that you're, you don't feel it anymore. No, it's not uncomfortable that it doesn't hurt. No, I mean, but you have just enough strength that just enough strength. He puts just enough of his balm on that thing. That's it. To keep you going. Thank you, Jesus. And even if it's not a hundred percent, you have just enough. I think when he does it that way, Mm-hmm. It keeps you open. It keeps you humble. It keeps you humble, right? It keeps you humble. Because if you're if you're a hundred percent, you can speak in full confidence. But when you have to speak from that hurt place, that he's still every night when you go home rubbing balm on that thing. If he can, if he can get you to get up and move and to operate and to walk in purpose, even when he's just put balm on it. That's when you know you're walking in submission to God. When even though it hurts and it's uncomfortable and it feels like, you know, "Mm, I could probably use a breather. I probably need to take a break. I probably need to sit down somewhere. He's like, no, you you have have everything that you need. You don't have to operate in perfection because you'll never get there. No. You'll never get there. No. So you have everything that you need to get up and go. Everything that you need to get up and go. God is good. God is so good. He is. He's so good, y'all. Like, um, I'm in awe of God and the way that he chooses to reveal himself to those who will open themselves up to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we started with one <laughs> and we are here. But I think this is what God wanted. Yeah. I really do. I really, really do. I really, I really do. And I'm, I'm thankful for this moment. I'm thankful for this conversation because there is so much meat here mm-hmm. and there's there, I'm, I'm definitely going to be coming back and sitting with God on this. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, w- I wasn't prepared. <laughs> you, you weren't prepared for what he wanted to do. No, no. Okay. No. <laughs> It's like, here you are, you introduced the scripture that I don't sit with often. Right. So, you know, whenever things happen like that, you should always anticipate God is going to do something that you can't, you can't really put your, your you can't put your finger on it because he's, he's about to come left field. He's about to come left field. And he has certainly done that. Hello. He has completely. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I, I am thankful for it. I am thankful for you spending time. Um, 
with us today. It, it's, it has been pretty good coffee and pretty good word for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we go, I want you um, to share your social media handles with the girls so that they can follow you and get connected with you um, as we prepare to see you in person in May. <laughs> yes. So be sure to follow me on Instagram at quench, like clincher thirst underscore Dri D-R-I. Um, if you're interested and you're, if you're listening to this podcast, this will be right in line with what you're doing. So check out redefining you. And that's Y-E-W on Instagram as well. Um, they'll be launching on the 30th. So next Wednesday, the first episode will drop and it's going to bless your whole life. It's uncomfortable, unfamiliar, but I'm, I'm walking with that balm on. Let's, let's just put it like that. <laughs> I'm excited for this. I am so, so, so excited. Thank you so much for joining us and for allowing God to just speak through you um, today. And girls, if you have not gotten your tickets to the Hey Pretty Day date um, that is scheduled for May 21st in Ocala, Florida, you need to get them. We only have a few left. I don't want you to miss out. What you just experienced just now is what's going to happen. We are going to be organic. We're going to be transparent. We are going to really peel back the layers to show you how to love yourself well and as God intended. And Lindry and the other girls are going to help me to do that. So you can get your tickets at petropendar.com forward slash events, or um, you can click the link in my bio and get it there. But I'm excited to see y'all. I'm excited to see Lindry in person, Drenee, yes. Anna. It's going to be all the things. There's not going to be a topic that's off limits. I'm going to tell y'all that right now. What you saw happen today, where we just went from one thing, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. And we're going to be sharing our personal stories. And we're going to get you guys to a place of understanding that luxury for faith girls is different. It's not just Mm -hmm. the bags. It's not just the jewelry. It's really learning how to love your temple. All of it. All of it. So I hope that you all have a wonderful week. I'll see you soon, pretty. Bye.